From the Church of the Nazarene and Mesoamerica Genesis, you're listening to the Worthless Servants Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Worthless Servants Podcast. Oh, man, it's great to be back with you. We are missing one of ours in this time of coronavirus. It's not that Chelsea uh, has that disease that we that we think, um, but she is sick, so she's not going to be with us for the next couple of episodes. But I do have others that are with me. To my left, Emily Armstrong. Hello, everyone. Across from me, <laughs> Natalie Franco. Hey, guys. And to my right, <laughs> that was a little creepy. Okay. It's because I feel like you are way excited right I'm now. Juice this is <laughs> what we're going to talk about Wait, is Wait, you didn't introduce him. I know. I'm about to go. Ah. Yeah. So to my right, AJ Fry. Hi, guys. Oh, man. So <laughs> mellow. <laughs> All right. Well, I am excited to talk about this. This is a continuation from our episode 74. I would encourage you, if you want to, before listening to this, download episode 74. It's kind of going to serve as a part one of the new missions paradigm in the Church of the Nazarene. And uh, this is the time where we take some of your questions and we're going to respond to those. Uh, there was no way in episode 74. In fact, I was, I don't know about you guys, but I was not very happy with how it turned out just because I was like, we hardly touched on anything. We were, we, we talked about there's so many just things. So, there's just so much to talk about. Like, there really was. You could have a whole podcast yeah. just on the mission. You could. Done. I think you could. Like, yeah, you could not, do a 12 episode, episode podcast. Oh, yeah, a whole yeah, entire yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah dedicated That's really to true. It. Yeah. So anyway, so that, that's how we're going to move forward. And I feel much better now that we're dedicating another, another episode to this. So let's kind of just start out. You guys have had some time to look at the questions, and, but also really to explore the website. Just for those who haven't seen it, it's nazarenemissions.org. And there are e- there's even a resource link or tab there. And you can, oh man, it's amazing what our denomination has done and how good everything looks on there. Yeah. Uh, nazarenemissions, with the S on the end, .org. So as we've been exploring, what's one thing that kind of grabbed your attention that you're like, oh, even though I knew a lot about this, that's something I didn't really know about or something that I hadn't really highlighted before. I do know a lot about the Nazarene missions paradigm. It's something that we've been digesting for many, many months now. But one thing that I caught again that I think maybe a lot of people might not catch that they might think has always been there, but that I really appreciate as a missionary is there's a whole sending model. And the biggest way to like call attention to it, if you're looking for it on the website, is it looks like a color wheel. Mm -hmm. Like it starts with kind of the reds and the pinks and it moves its way around to the greens and the blues and the purples. And so there's 12 steps of how we send a missionary. And step number six is preparation. Mm-hmm. And um, that's something that I think as the church, we kind of think exists in the missionary realms. But what the church has committed to is creating an actual missionary preparation track. And so all missionaries that are going to be going out will receive a very specific training on just being a missionary. And um, it's not something that's new, but they are definitely formalized. It And so that's something that I think is really exciting that maybe would be easy to miss if you kind of thought it was already there. But they're creating so that the whole world, whenever they're sending missionaries from the Dominican or if we're sending a missionary from Nairobi or if we're sending a missionary from Germany, um, all of our Nazarene missionaries are going to be trained in the same realms. And so they're creating those um, classes and like how to deliver that training. So that's an exciting thing to see that the church is doing. Yeah, and I think along those same lines, like we don't require you to have 
previous ministry experience to start that process. I think that's really good news for Mm -hmm. a lot of people because me, when I felt the call to missions, I thought, well, I don't have any experience. I don't have Mm -hmm. any ministry experience either in my local church. So like, I, I can't do this because I'm not, I'm not educated on this. And I think this is good news because we don't, require you to have knowledge or the education to be called into missions. And so our part of our, like you said, our training piece of this is that you will get the training and the education and the experience as you're going through this call. And as, as the denomination helps you develop your call to missions. And I really like that part of it too. Chelsea had mentioned uh, that one new thing that she saw was that we actually are funding the mission through outside grants and other other reasons. A lot of what you'll hear in the Church of the Nazarene is pretty much World Evangelism Fund, and rightly so. That's the main arm or the main way that we fund missions. But there are a lot of other ways creatively to fund missions, missions trips, missionaries, to send them out. Natalie, you're coming at this from a different standpoint. Yes, Um well, as you say, we were talking about last episode when we were talking about this, about the fan. It is a way we can actually uh, help them with money. But also, I was looking at the this page, Nazarene Org, and there is, I think this is something really good to be able to see the profiles of the missionaries and um, get to know, like, get to know them a little bit because we are able to see their testimony, a little bit of their testimony. And also there is a part in there in there we can donate. Mm. So this is good. Um, we also can help them through the fan, but also we can log in to this page and help them and get to know them a little bit and help in their ministry. This is something huge. I mean, I think it's really good. I feel like you're you're now our favorite person in the room because <laughs> all of us want other people to to get to know us and donate, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, to uh, us as missionaries, right? Mm-hmm. That's how we can do what we do. Let's go ahead and attack some of these questions, okay? First question that we got after the first episode or episode 74 on this new missions paradigm was where can we get promo materials promotional materials to be used in our local church? Are the materials only in English? Any answers to that? They are not only in English. Mm -hmm. They are in the the Church of the Nazarene functions in five main language groups. And so the denomination works really hard when they're doing things online and providing resources to try to hit those five main language groups. And so that would be English, Spanish, French, Korean, and Portuguese. Um, So you can find these resources. And every region is responsible for if they're going to create printed materials, but the denomination is working hard to create digital materials that every church or leader would be able to at least download and print in your own printing capacities. NazareneMissions.org. We'll mm-hmm. say it for the 77th time. So. <laughs> um, next question. I think I understand that Nazarene Missions International, we'll refer to them in the rest of this episode as NMI, is supposed to be now training missionaries, right? This is the question. I'll say it again. I think I understand that NMI is supposed to train missionaries, right? What if my NMI is only seen as raising offerings? Mm. Uh Uh-oh, dun-dun-dun, you know? (laughs) I think that's the case in a lot of local churches, right? Mm -hmm. That NMI is seen, it's not correct, but is seen as the one that gets up in front of everyone and says, remember to give to World Evangelism Fund, remember to give to, to this other offering. And But yeah, NMI is now 
supposed to be training missionaries. We're helping them with with that in our region. How would we answer somebody that's kind of <laughs> saying, in my local church, we're not there yet? Well, I think it may be a question to you, Scott, like when you see a question like that, um, is NMI supposed to be training missionaries? Like mm-hmm. I just talked about the sending model and that the denomination is trying to come up with preparation and training. What would we say is the difference between what NMI is supposed to be accomplishing and what somebody that has received a missionary assignment is mm-hmm. being trained? And what do you, what mm-hmm. would you say is the difference? That's, that's a good way to distinguish because NMI isn't training formally someone that goes on a mission a missionary contract or that is being sent out formally as a missionary with the Church of the Nazarene, but NMI is starting to develop new missionaries. So I think that is a good mm-hmm. way to say it. Maybe this question understood that NMI is supposed to now be training everyone. Right. And in a sense, they are supposed to be equipping children and youth and adults to understand about missions, to sense a mission's call, to respond to that mission's call. Mm -hmm. But there will come a formal time when Mm -hmm. they are candidates and then they will be trained more by by global missions or by the Church of the Nazarene. I think that's a a critical uh, word to use is this equipping, because it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to look like formal classroom training, Mm -hmm. right? I think when we think of training, that's what we think of is like either in the classroom or like dynamics that you do as a group or something Mm -hmm. um, to help you learn something, but it doesn't have to be that. It could be just sharing the resources that, that we have on the website already, like just informing people and not just asking for money. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe that's what this person is getting at. Like how, how can they start like encouraging their their NMI president to do more of this and, Maybe you could help them do this by going to the website, learning about it yourself, but also printing off some of these materials and giving them to your NMI president mm-hmm. to help them pass them out or to help to help educate in this way, just through information sharing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think if our NMI can continue to be the ones that are always aware of the opportunities, like they need yeah. to be the ones that are helping promote opportunities on the local church level, on the district level, because a lot of people are developed because they're engaged in practicing missions. That's when a lot of people are like, oh, God might want me to do this more than just for two days in a maximum mission. So like uh, something that NMI could do instead of maybe our youth president or instead of the pastor, like if NMI presidents really took on the responsibility of knowing the opportunities and promoting opportunities, that's a good way to help start training and developing missionary call stuff. So that brings us to our next question. Is Nazarene Missions, that's interesting, on on a lot of their promo material, they say Nazarene Missions, Nazarene Missions, Mm -hmm. Nazarene. So this person asks, is Nazarene Missions on the website the same as NMI? Emily, maybe you should take this one. (laughs) I think the easiest answer is no. It is not the same. Nazarene Missions is every Nazarene that is participating in God's mission. We are all a part of Nazarene Missions, and NMI is a very specific ministry that we've asked to help be leaders in some of those opportunities and development pieces. Awesome. Next question is, I liked the definition of a Nazarene missionary on the website. We'll say what that is here in a bit, but here's the question. Could you talk about that definition a little more? So let me read that that definition. Here it is. A Nazarene missionary is, and this is the quote right here, set apart by the Holy Spirit, prayerfully sent out by the church, 
and affirmed by Nazarene missions to cross cultural barriers for the purpose of spreading scriptural holiness. I'm going back to my English classes when I was in high school and we had to diagram sentences. And there are so many clauses there that are super important phrases that we can maybe unpack. So yeah, let's talk about that. That's true. That's something that we didn't even really touch on. I feel embarrassed about it Um, uh, in the first episode. But now here we are. Let's talk about this. What do you guys notice when you see that definition? I like that part when it says set apart by the Holy Spirit, like you have to take care of everything you have inside of you. Like you have to be what you're going to talk. And um, also prayerfully set, sent by the church. So it is really important to pray. And it is not only you, the one that is going to pray as a missionary, but also your church has to be involved in that. It is really, I think it is one of the most important part, the prayer, because you don't know like how is it going to affect like the cultural it's going to affect that person and prayers is a way for us to you know for god to keep us safe or to help us through the journey that phrase that you just said i think is important prayerfully sent out by the church i can't i can't be a nazarene missionary just because i say well i'm gonna go and change the nations like Mm -hmm. you have to be sent out it says set apart by the holy spirit Mm -hmm. and also sent out by the church there have to have to be people behind you Mm -hmm. that are saying we see this in you as well and we're sending you what else do you see in that definition I think um, I'm going to speak on behalf of my wife on this. The spreading scriptural holiness is uh, is a key piece to our denomination as well. Like if we're going to be a Nazarene missionary, this is what we're doing is spreading scriptural holiness. And there needs to be, um, we just talked about, we don't have to have education prior to being called, but there is the education piece in your calling. And I think that's very critical if you're going to be sent out as a as a part of the Nazarene church, as a part of the church as a whole, that you need to know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be spreading scriptural holiness, you need to know what that scriptural holiness is. Mm-hmm. And so there is that piece of education that I think is really important mm-hmm. in that also. That's good. A lot of times the way we'll say that when we're training up younger people or anybody really of any age is a call to serve is a call to prepare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that our church took a long time to craft this sentence. (laughs) And um, I've been a part of the Nazarene church for a very long time. And the things that I can see in it is if you look at the set apart by the Holy Spirit, prayerfully sent out by the church, you can relate that exactly to the biblical text of Acts chapter 13. We've talked about that on this podcast before. And you can see that this is a biblical response Mm -hmm. to who a missionary is. And then they move into a Nazarene missionary um, affirmed by Nazarene missions to cross cultural barriers for the purpose of spreading scriptural holiness, just like AJ just said. So I think we've talked on this podcast before ad nauseum sometimes about, (laughs) is everyone a missionary? And the Church of the Nazarene is saying, we are saying that there is something called a Nazarene missionary, and it fits this category. Mm -hmm. And so, like, they're trying to say definitively, definitively, (laughs) wow, that that was rough, that that came out rough, but 
there is an answer. They're trying to say there is an answer to that question. There is something called a Nazarene missionary, and it fits all of these things. The Holy Spirit has set them aside. The church has prayerfully sent out, and they have been affirmed by Nazarene missions with the purpose of spreading scriptural holiness. So regardless of what the assignment is, maybe you're going to go be a doctor in Papua New Guinea. Your assignment is still to spread holiness mm-hmm. through the medical profession. And maybe you're a work and witness coordinator. Your job— your your assignment is to spread holiness through construction activity. And so those are really specific things that I can see in this really well-crafted statement. I like the statement yeah. that they've given us. There's another question here. It's kind of got a lot of prongs, I can say. Someone told me missionaries can do three things, pioneer, develop, and resource. That's on online. That person has seen that online in our, in, in our website. I feel called to be a medical doctor on the mission field. But I don't feel like I would fit into those three things. That's interesting, right? So pioneer, develop, and resources, and resource. Those are what a Nazarene missionary does. So what would we say to someone who's like, I feel called to be a medical doctor. I feel called to build or be an architect like like you, Natalie. What would we say to them? I feel like a, like a part of that being a medical doctor can be a part of resourcing in, in this person's three mm-hmm. part definition because as a medical doctor you can be a resource mm-hmm. to those people exactly. and so i think that fits in perfectly or as a as a construction worker you can be a resource mm-hmm. and so i think a lot of times that's what we are as missionaries is a resource to the local church mm-hmm. yeah well, and it even fits uh, the pioneering and the developing. Some some places we're able to get in, not by saying, holding the card or the, the banner up and saying, we are missionaries going into that place. There are what we call creative access countries right. where we need medical doctors to be the pioneers to go there. Right. And mm-hmm. developing the church, if we are just a church that is speaking, that is preaching, but just with words, you know, a medical doctor can help us to say, or anyone in Compassionate Ministries to say, no, part of our message is healing. Part of our message is attending to these physical needs, you know? And so it's interesting now that I'm thinking about it, now that you said that, AJ, I'm seeing them in all three of those areas, potentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think the church, not I think, I know the church would say that there is a lot of overlap on, it's not that one assignment fits directly into this one category. There is a lot of overlap on things like that. And um, it's it digs down just a little bit further because those are the three, like, things. They're, they're, those are very meta categories, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're really general, really big. Um, but then they also say that we have a focus in missions now. And again, some of this stuff is like, well, we've always done that. Yes, we've always done that. But now we're putting a vocabulary to mm-hmm. it so that yeah. we continue mm-hmm. to drive intentionally towards what we're trying to do in missions. And so the focus now is compassion, evangelism, and education. And I personally think it's a really great move to say there's going to be three focus, that we continue to send missionaries to do these work because we're starting to become a global denomination. And so as you start to see some of those lines blur behind, what is local church responsibility? A nation that has a strong local church, there's things that they should be doing that missionaries shouldn't be doing anymore. So I think that the denomination is trying to say, 
There will be certain ministry things that we will always be able to send missionaries to do. But there's going to have nations that start to have the responsibility of the local church that take on church responsibilities. And if you'll rarely see in here, we might send a missionary to be a church planter, but you're hardly ever going to see the church commission a missionary to go be a pastor Mm -hmm. of a place where somebody has already had a a developed nation Mm -hmm. where there is a district that's functioning. In pioneer places, yes, Mm -hmm. you'll send a church planter, you'll send a pastor because it's a pioneer, but not in the areas where the church should be thriving and functioning. That's, Mm -hmm. That's come out of missionary mentality and gone into local church ministry mentality. So I think they're trying to make a little bit of that clarification as well. Okay, let's move on to a few last questions. Here's one that says, I'm discouraged. Oh, no. Oh, don't be no. discouraged. Yeah. Scott, don't be discouraged. Hey, I am just Actually, let's say Cletus. That's always the name Cletus. that Scott likes to use as the general. Cletus, Cletus. don't be discouraged. It's in a call. Cletus. He says, again, this is probably not even a, I don't know. We're, we're acting as if this is Cletus. Uh, and so I'm going to act like this is a man that is, is responding. I'm discouraged. Cletus says, my church gives to World Evangelism Fund, but I know it isn't 5.5%. According to the new model of missions, can I not be a missionary? Hmm. We did talk about this. This is one of the questions that like came from our episode and not just from the website. So can this person not be a missionary? I have an answer to that. Should should I answer my own question or Cletus's question? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, lead us off. What are your thoughts? So um, you you can be a missionary. And wh- one thing that we've heard, yes, in all of the uh, promotional material, uh, that is what's said. We've, we've wrestled with that. We already talked about that in episode 74. However, we have also heard from our leaders that if there is a church, a congregation that's not currently giving, and there's someone from that congregation that has a missions call— that we will work with that church to move towards 5.5% to help them to get there while we're also preparing that person that has a missions call. So mm-hmm. it's not just a nope and there's no hope. It's there. There is hope, but we need to work together because clearly your sending body, your local church has not understood truly the sacrifice that it will mean, that, that it will take to send you as a missionary. Emily, do you feel like that's appropriate way to summarize it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even have anything to add yeah. except for the fact of maybe we want to work with people. I, I would hope that when somebody says, Hey, I have a call to be a missionary that when they talk with their pastor and their board about that, that this helps create the conversation yeah. for a pastor to be like, wow, we have somebody in our congregation that wants to be a missionary and like, let's get on board. Let's do what we need to do so right. that there's more people like this person that's coming and sitting before us and wants to be sent. So right. we would hope that more people are engaged. Right. And I would say from experience, sometimes being the first one mm-hmm. <laughs> is messy and difficult. <laughs> yeah. But it could lead to a healthier missions culture within your local church. And that's mm-hmm. that's a win for everyone. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So last question, and maybe my favorite is... How can I become a missionary? Oh my God! Someone just, someone just, <laughs> does that freak you out, Natalie? Yes, a lot. <laughs> I need to be honest, a lot. So, what? what why? Like, like I, lo- I watched you as I said that question. Was it you that sent in that question? <laughs> no, I know. It was not me asking for Probably. a friend of a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so when I, I went into this page, and the first 
thing I saw was a window that appears and it says, Father sends me. Mm. <laughs> and as you know, I'm a little bit curious. So I click in that form and it displayed a, another window and it has a, like a form. Yeah. I had a feel to become a Nazarene missionary. A form you had to fill out. And fill out, yes, yeah. uh, to become a missionary. And I was like, okay, hold on. Because I remember that in that moment, I remember a testimony from Luz Jimenez. Uh, I remember when she was in here, she was in, in my local church because the church she, she was planting, we were the mother church. So she was saying, you have to be careful when you say yes to God. <laughs> because I remember I fill out this form <laughs> to become a Genesis missionary. And I thought, okay, this is just a form, you know, nothing's going to happen. Right. <laughs> and just a few weeks later, I got an email from Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and when God, when you say yes to God, he takes it really seriously. Mm. So I was like, okay, God. Okay, no, I won't feel anything. So you didn't fill it out. I didn't you feel clicked it out. on it. You didn't no, fill it out. I was like, okay, <laughs> no, 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 I know. I'm sorry, but I was like, I need to know before. <laughs> so I'm here to ask you guys. Tell me for all of our wisdom <laughs> before before I fill that out. <laughs> yes. What is that about? So how, how can what I is, become what a is missionary? This nonsense. Yeah, yeah. How how can I become a missionary? Honestly, that is our entire job. Like if you are in our region and even if you're hearing this in another region of the world you know and you're sensing like i want to be a missionary get in contact if you're from our region with us and we have people in every country or every field uh, that can guide you as well there are different things that we you know want to train you in uh the, one of the first things is a cross-cultural orientation that you would go to but there are other ways in in this little moment you know giving you lots of different steps may, may not be the best idea but contacting us we can certainly lead you along with your pastor along with your local church through that process if you fill out that form <laughs> you better believe that we're going to contact you we're going to follow up with you and that is funny I, i'm imagining you like seeing that and then immediately closing the no, window no 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 right? i was like mm -mm, no yeah. <laughs> although let me, i will let me. say as the caveat i know that um that form that you saw does not mean you're filling out the application to be a missionary okay, that is truly just uh I'm interested in more yes. information kind okay. of form. When you click that, if you go to the website and you want to see what Natalie's talking about, because you're kind of interested, even if you're kind of interested in missions, fill that form out yeah. okay. because then it helps us all over the world know who people that are like a Natalie that are like, I don't know if right now God is opening a door for me to be a missionary, but I'm exploring that. Mm -hmm. And so it gives us an opportunity to walk with you in that mm -hmm. call where people, I think a lot of people feel like I need to have it all figured out before I contact the general church and that is not that i think that's what we want to try and right. say here is mm -hmm. don't wait till you have it all figured out to contact the general church and be like i'm ready to go tomorrow because the system will not work that fast tell us when you want to go maybe in three or four years so that we can walk with you and what that looks like here's some things do this experience get a little bit more education we'll help walk you through those things because we want to do that but if we don't know who you are we're never going to be able to journey 
journey with you in that. So it's a good idea now to go and fill that out for Yes, me. and you know what? You'll fill out that form and it'll come to my desk. Okay. And I'll be like, I know, Natalie, because you're on my region. Yes. Okay. Where somebody in Europe, it'll go to somebody in Europe's desk. Somebody good. in the United States, it'll go to somebody yeah. on the United okay. States okay. desk. I feel better now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. the irony is that we can help you figure that out. Yes. Like just what you said, I have to figure it all out before filling out the form. No, mm-hmm. if you fill out the form, it'll help you to figure it out. Does that, does that yeah. make yeah. sense? <laughs> yeah, it's not like the job application where it's like, if I'm if I'm hired for this, I'm going, I'm going to start work next yeah. week. Okay, good. It is not that type of process and system. Yeah, so that's really cool. Oh my goodness. So if someone has those questions, obviously the site that we've pointed you to is Nazarene Missions. <laughs> .org. I Again, saying. the one without us is a great <laughs> website, but it's not the Nazarene Church. Yeah, Nazarene Missions. <laughs> Who started that? Anyway, NazareneMissions.org. And then, obviously, we are on MesoAmericaGenesis.org, and we have a Facebook page of the Worthless Servants. In any of those ways, there, you know, contact us. We want to know if you have a missions call, yes, or, yes, or, yes. or if, or if you have questions about this. Anything else? I mean. Parting shots? No? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I applaud our church leadership on trying to put all of these things together. I encourage you to check out that website. It's beautiful. It is. And yeah. they it are working. Really check it out every week because they are working to make it better and better and better every week. Yes. And um, even a part of a team that I'm on is they're working on just an opportunities page of making it easier to see the missionary assignments that are looking for people to fill them. And it's going to be beautiful. And hopefully in the next few months, that'll be something that is developed and, and revealed. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right. We're hoping to hear from you and uh, spread the word. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff on there. There's a lot of promotional material. Now you know, no excuses. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag no excuses. <laughs> Fill out the form, Natalie. <laughs> I will, I will, now I will. <laughs> yes, she's feeling convicted. <laughs> well, we are the Worthless Servants, and I'm Scott Armstrong. I'm AJ Fry. I'm Natalie Franco. And I'm Emily Armstrong. And we will talk with you next time. For more information, visit us on Facebook or at MesoAmericaGenesis.org.